my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to build in decompression time. By consciously building small breaks in between stressful events, and knowing that these breaks are for decompression, you can be at your best, even through a rigorous schedule. As we go through our daily lives, we can see that some events are more draining than others. We can enjoy them a lot, or at least find them satisfying. But an intense meeting is going to take more energy than, say, reading a random newspaper article. Giving a speech will take more energy than a quick phone call with someone you've known for a while. That's just life. But problems arise when we try to cram too many intense events back to back. Go straight from a speech into an intense meeting, and you might be making mistakes or getting annoyed by a vague response that you would have taken in stride at any other point. Too much intensity back-to-back in our personal lives can lead to the same problem. The solution? Build in decompression time. This doesn't have to be long, but you need some small way to reset between intense events. Even just 10 minutes can do a lot. Makes sense, right? But there is a second part to this. You have to know that those 10 minutes are for decompression and use them appropriately. You have to do something that you know is going to allow you to hit the reset button. So, for instance, last night I had been running around trying to get some forms signed and emailed back to people right after putting my toddler to bed. I knew I was about to face the next round of bedtimes. So I went out on the porch for five minutes to look at the sunset. It was beautiful. I did not take my phone with me, so I could just let my mind wander. This did the trick much better than, say, deleting emails, when I would have risked seeing something intense and winding right back into intense mode. I've tried to talk about this with my kids as well. One child has camp until 4 p.m., coming home around 4.15 and then needs to leave for an activity twice a week at 5.15. He noted that this felt like a long day, and it somewhat is. But I pointed out that 4.15 to 5.15 would be completely off. 
if he consciously used this hour as decompression time, reading, drawing, hanging out in the backyard, he'd be much more energized by 5.15. An hour isn't really a short time at all, especially when you know you've got an hour. Of course, creating space for decompression in life is easier said than done. One reason to make meetings 45 minutes or 20 minutes instead of 60 minutes or 30 minutes is that you get this time built in, even if the meeting starts a little late or runs a little long. And of course, if you are running the meeting, you can make sure it starts on time and ends on time. You listen to this podcast, so I know you are an expert on that. Instead of immediately diving into your inbox during this break, go stroll around the building in the eight minutes until your next meeting starts. When you consciously use this time as decompression time, it can feel pleasingly vast rather than short. You can feel yourself relaxing. This is a good thing. So today, think about your schedule and think about when you've got your most intense events. See what kind of space you have between them. If there isn't much, what could you do to force in a few more minutes? And if you build in those minutes, what could you do during them to hit reset? Figure this out and you will perform at your best, even if your schedule is tough. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.